Good morning. How's everybody doing today? We want to welcome you to the Sunday School lesson for um, July the 4th, 2021. This is the summer quarter of 2021. We want to thank all of Antioch and all of the persons that are listening to the Sunday School lesson today. This is unit number one. Jesus teaches about faith. Um, today it is uh, July the 4th. And our devotional reading will come from Isaiah, the 56th chapter, verses 1 through 8. Um, our background scripture comes from Leviticus, the 13th chapter, and the 14th. Uh, well, it's Luke, the 5th chapter, the 12th through the 16th verse, the 17th chapter, and the 11th through the 19th verse. Our print passage will come from Leviticus, the 13th chapter, 45 and 46. In Luke, the 17th chapter, 11 through the 19th verse. Our key verse, one of them, when he saw what he saw that he was healed, turned back with a loud voice, glorify God. The key verse is one of them, when he saw that he was healed, turned back and with a loud voice, glorified God. All right, expressing thanks is our big subject for today. Expressing thanks. Let us go to the throne. Our Father and Savior Jesus Christ, we thank you for this opportunity again to teach the Sunday School lesson as thou hast given us the wisdom to do. Thank you, Jesus, and be with us and guide us. May it be helpful in opening their hearts and opening the way for someone who needs to express thanks for gratitude for what is being done for them, whether being done by another person, being done by um, God, everything is being done by God, and expressing of thanks to God and for our situations and where we are. We pray for this nation on this day. We pray for the people that are under the rubble down there in Florida. We thank you, Jesus, for all that are listening. We thank you for Antioch, Jesus. We thank you for the past and the first lady and all of us and the fact that we have a place to go worship uh, where we can always go and call on Jesus Christ. If we don't have a church, we can always go into our room or go into our private setting and call on Jesus. For that, we are thankful. We're thankful. Lead him in a blessing we ask in that son, Jesus' name. Amen. Okay. Expressing thanks. The lesson aim. And it is also experiencing this lesson, the participant should be able to do these things. Explore reasons why only one of ten lepers turned back to Jesus in thanksgiving. Uh, number two, sense the need in their lives to increase expression of gratitude to God. And thirdly, develop a plan for showing thanksgiving to God and others on a daily basis. Key terms for today's lesson. Compassion that comes out of Luke the 17th chapter 13 verse that's a Greek word um, piety thank leper a person afflicted with leprosy a skin disease men who had leprosy there were special things required for these people lepers lifted to lift up your voice hello how you doing thank you good morning welcome words of gratitude Lift it up your voice and say thanks. Met. Have you met Jesus yet? You met your friends. Have you met the new teacher? 
Have you met the pastor yet? Luke word, our 17th chapter in the 12th word, it's a Greek word as well, to have gone to meet, encounter, all right? Show is a, in the Luke the 17th chapter in the 14th verse, it's a Greek word as, word as well, to show, to prove, display, all right, unclean, impure, contaminated right now. Uh, the COVID-19 virus is causing a lot of situations of impurities and sickness in America. There's a new strain out, but God is still in control. Now, let's get into why this lesson matters. People who receive mercy sometimes neglect to acknowledge the one who helped them. Do you show appreciation? Ten lepers isolated by their skin diseases were healed but only one, a Samaritan, returned to Jesus and offered thanks. The lesson in focus. Many of us have experienced the sting of being treated as an outcast because of a personal trait or limitation that often find undesirable. People shun others because of physical appearance, race, reputation, political belief, moral values, income, education, or any other point of difference. Those who would be honest can admit that at some level they harbor some type of discomfort or prejudice towards some individual or group. The most common prejudices are based on conditions beyond a person's control, such as skin, shade of color, physical excuse me, physical disability, lower mental functions, and even aging. Sometimes Christians should demonstrate the kind of love that is not hindered by another difference. Let me read that again. I started that off with sometimes, but all the time. Christians should demonstrate the kind of love that is not hindered by another's difference. We should readily offer warm and assistance to those who are rejected by others are unable to fend for themselves. Throughout history, prejudice has been a source of abuse and discrimination and untold human misery. Think about the Jews during the Holocaust. It is said six million. It may have been more. Six million people were slaughtered and killed. All right. Would we should readily offer warmer and assistance to those who are rejected by others or unable to defend for themselves. Throughout history, prejudice has been a source of abuse and discrimination and untold human misery. God loves his entire human creation and calls us to do the same. Love one another. Love one another. Lepers are required by Jewish law to take several precautions, steps to perform others in their condition, minimizing the likelihood of infecting others. Unclean, unclean was the word they should holler as they move about themselves. And among the other citizens, they were outside of the city limits. They were not among the regular people. They were not just your neighbors. They were separated. According to Leviticus 13, 45 and 46 NIV, the law required anyone with such a defiling disease must wear Torn clothes, let their hair be unkept, cover the lower part of their face and cry out, unclean, unclean. They were to be conspicuous and noticed by others. As long as they have the 
disease, they remain unclean. They must live alone. They must live outside the camp. Lepers' common experience of shared mercy, misery brought them together despite any religious or ethnic differences. The group in the lesson text was a mix of Jews and Gentiles who encountered Jesus in the borderland between Samaria and Galilee. Their physical location is suggested of their social location. They were literally marginalized by their disease and forced to forge their own community of outcasts on the outskirts of Jewish and Samaritan community. Jesus showed no hesitation or discomfort regarding the lepers. He is, his openness toward them is an example for every believer. We should likewise extend ourselves to those who are rejected by society. At least one of ten lepers was a Samaritan. Jews are ordinarily despised Samaritans to the point of having no dealing with them and even would avoid traveling through their country. You can see this in John 4. Jesus made no difference between the men and the heel of them all. Jesus instructed the men to show themselves to the priests so they could certify that the lepers had been cleansed and were therefore officially eligible for restoration to the community. You can see this in Leviticus the 13th chapter in the 6th verse. Unlike the other nine lepers, Samaritans' hearts were filled with praise and thanksgiving for the blessing he received. As a thought for you, share the time when you express gratitude for someone who failed to offer it. What was your response to the gratitude? Share a time when you were overwhelmed with gratitude for someone's kindness towards you. How about that? Let's look at the insights. As Christians, we boldly seek God's power to heal and restore us. Many of us have been taught from childhood to properly acknowledge acts of kindness and gratitude as followers of Christ, we minister to the needs of persons who are regarded as outcasts without prejudice or ungodly motives. Let me read that again. Let me say that again. As followers of Christ, we minister to the needs of persons who are regarded as outcasts without prejudice or ungodly motives. The duty of every Christian is to find ways to minister to persons who are in need. The God who is love has called us to love everyone, commissioned us to share the good news. You can see this in John, the fourth chapter, and the eighth verse. Our responsibility as Christians is to continually examine ourselves to ensure that our hearts are free of ungodly attitudes and prejudice against other people. Doing so contradicts our thoughts of upbringing. But we cannot be faithful to God's mandate to love others with impure hearts. Also, we must realize that every act of kindness we receive from others is still a blessing from God that we must neither take for granted nor neglect to be thankful for. What is the state of your heart? What is the state of your thanksgiving? What is your status? Huh? Let us begin with the lesson today. Leviticus, the 13th chapter, two verses, 45 and 46. And the leper in whom the plague is, 
his clothes shall be rent, torn, his head bare. He shall put a covering upon his upper lip, and shall cry, Unclean, unclean. Verse 46. All the days wherein the plague shall be in him, he shall be defiled. He is unclean. He shall dwell alone without the camp shall his habitation be without. He should be outside of the camp. All right. The plight of the leper in ancient time was miserable. Lepers were forced to live in complete exile outside of the city, were essentially regarded as dead to the people with whom they had shared their lives. You can find this in Scripture Numbers, the fifth chapter, second and the fourth verse, in Numbers, the twelfth chapter, verses 10 through 12. Since not all skin diseases were the results of leprosy, each case of suspected leprosy had to be authenticated. Leprosy in biblical times was likely related to the skin disease we now know as Hansen disease. The complete law, Hansen disease, H-A-N-S-E-N, disease. The complete law concerning leprosy and those afflicted with the disease can be found in Leviticus the 13th chapter verses 1 through 46 and Leviticus the 14th chapter verses 1 through 32. Apparently those who recovered and were declared clean were allowed to return to their place in society. That's why Jesus had told them to go show themselves to the priests. Samaritans who lived in central Palestine were distant relatives of the Jews. Although the tension was high between Jews and Samaritans, you can see that in Luke the ninth chapter and 51st and 53rd verse, John the 8th chapter, verses 48, John the ninth chapter, 51 through the 53rd verse, the Samaritans followed the regulations of the book of Leviticus, thus submitting to Levitical law and other laws of Moses. This included the same exclusion of leprosy from society observed by Jews. Both groups dealt with leprosy seriously. It was a horrible disease that was largely deemed uncurable. Spiritual leprosy was also viewed as a dramatic picture of skin, a dramatic picture of sin. Let me repeat that. Leprosy was also viewed as a dramatic picture of sin and the operation of sin in the lives of humanity. Thus the diagnosis and the specification to show oneself to a priest, even for the Samaritans, was very serious, as shown by the depth of detail given in Leviticus' law concerning the disease. The great physical toll, emotional burden, rejection from public life made leprosy one of the worst fates a person could suffer. One of the worst fates a person could suffer. What about today? What is the disease? How about COVID-19? Everybody wearing a mask. With COVID or without COVID. Can't be around others. What are the pros and cons of labeling people and isolating them as outcasts? Name some group who have received such treatment. How can the church minister to them? Powerful questions for us on this July 4th, Sunday morning. In years, in your opinion, in your opinion, what is the likely emotional impact of being condemned 
isolated from the religious, social, and family community. What is your opinion? All right, let's look at Luke, the 17th chapter, 11 through the 14th verse. And it reads, And it came to pass, as he went to Jerusalem, that he passed through the midst of Samaria and Galilee. How can you be so set against a person you will not even go through that town? You won't speak to them. You'll go to the other side of the street when you'll meet them on the street. You will even go to the other side of the road. How about that? How deep is your prejudice? Are you prejudiced? Think about that. Are you prejudiced? What are you prejudiced against? Who are you prejudiced against? What about colors of skin? What about clothing? What are you prejudiced? There is some prejudice in all of us, I dare say. Let's look at the second verse, verse 12. And he entered into a certain village. There he met him ten men that were lepers, which stood afar off. Even in that situation, Jesus wanted to get close to them and talk to them and heal them, but they stood afar off because they were conditioned by their condition of leprosy. And they lifted up their voices and said, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. When they say lifted up, they called, they were at a distance from Jesus, so they called out loud, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. And they lifted up their voice and said, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. And when he saw them, he said unto them, Go show themselves unto the priests. And it came to pass that as they went, they were cleansed. Luke resumes the narrative of Jesus' journey to Jerusalem. See Luke, the 13th chapter, and the 22nd verse, which quite possibly began in Luke, the 9th chapter, the 51st verse, and it's part within the, his journey to Jerusalem when he instructed and prepared his disciples for what is to come. Jesus traveled along the borders between the two providences across Jordan and down the east side of the river toward Jericho. Jesus did not avoid Samaritans, though he was once rejected there. On various occasions, he made a special point to go through Samaria as on the occasion of his encounter with the woman at the well. Remember that, woman at the well. You can see that in John, the fourth chapter, verses 1 through 42. As Jesus traveled, he likely met other Jews who had traveled westward seeking to avoid going through Samaria. Hebrews law permitted lepers to approach anyone who did not have the disease. The ten stood at a, such a distance from Jesus that he did not notice them until they called out to him. Both Jews and Samaritan lepers re respected the law. They stood calling to Jesus from a distance, far enough to be safe, yet close enough to get his attention. Depending on how far away they were, they likely cried out in unison so that Jesus could hear them. Their need was so desperate that the lepers overcame any misgiving that they may have had concerning Jesus in order to seek his help. Look at that. 
What obstacle keep people from trusting God and taking the appropriate steps of faith? Why do you think some wait until they were utterly desperate before calling on the Lord for help? Think about that. Young adults, old adults, all human beings of all walks of life, why wait until you're in so much trouble? Some of us deal with our troubles gradually. Some of us know that we're in trouble all the time, and we're constantly calling on Jesus for help, to help us, to restore us, to give us wisdom, to give them knowledge, just to make it day to day. What about a person that's in a nursing home? What about a person that is sick? What about a person that's going through some anguish of pain? Huh? How are they doing? How are they calling constantly? What is that situation? All right. Let's look at the Luke, the 17th chapter, the 15th and the 19th verse. 15th through the 19th verse. These four verses will be the last scripture that we will be talking about in regards to the lesson today. All right. Luke, the 17th chapter, the 15th through the 19th verse. And it reads, 15. And one of them, when he saw that he was healed, turned back and with a loud voice glorified God. Oh, look at that. One out of ten. Why the nine others did not thank Jesus? Are you among the nine that's unthankful for whatever is done to you or for you? You know, everything that happens to you is in the hands of God. All right? We may look at just a person when that takes place, but it is God's doing. And fell down on his face. This is the 16th verse. And fell down on his face at his feet, giving him thanks. He was a Samaritan. And Jesus answered and said, Were there not ten clean? Were there not ten clean? I use the word where, and I use the word were. Where are the other nine? Weren't there ten of you? Cleanse, but where are the nine? There are not, they are not found that return to give glory to God, save this stranger. All right. And he said unto him, Arise, go thy way. Thy faith hath made thee whole. Thy faith hath made thee whole. Compare Luke, the 15th chapter, verses 12 through 15. Parallel cases of a different leper encountering with Jesus. The leper was healed by touch. When the leper was instantly healed, Jesus commanded the man to show himself to the priest. The lepers in Luke 17 were healed on a word and a walk of faith. Each of them had enough faith to call on the master and obey his command. But yet in the seal, they did nine of them didn't return. They healed. They're headed toward the priest by faith, accepting that the healing was being accomplished before it had fully been manifested. Perhaps they were in a hurry to get to the priest to show that they had been healed. But they were being healed gradually as they moved about in, in their walk and in their faith. How about that? The overwhelming majority of them, 10, 90%, lack the gratitude, return, and thank the Lord. 
This is a good reflection of society's general tendency to ignore God's many blessings. The final twist in the story was that the only man who returned to Jesus was not a Jew, but a Samaritan. Generally speaking, Jews despised Samaritans and made every effort to shun and avoid them. This lone, non-Jewish worshiper showed his appreciation and love Excuse me. By praising God, humility and gratitude are appropriate responses to life-changing blessing. With the miraculous heal, with the miraculous healing, they pass medical possibilities and the constraint of the Levitical law. They bypass medical possibilities. Jesus has changed the man's present and future possibility. Jesus declared him whole in that moment and sent him forth to carry out his life work. Is there a proper way to thank God for his goodness and grace? Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. What do you think of Francis Shufford's statement, the beginning of a man's rebellion against God, was that that lack of thankful heart is he correct is he correct God healed you God made you God brought you out God takes care of you God wakes you every morning when do you say thank when do you say thanks this week consider your personal level of faith and boldness are you willing to give God glory even when others are silent or absent This week, share your personal reflection with a fellow believer and develop a plan to hold each other accountable for doing better at attending Sunday school, attending a Bible study, becoming more active in a ministry, or so forth. What about in the community? What about gardeners and the different people that raise food in the community and share with you? For a nominal fee, some give it away, some charge a nominal fee, but are you thankful for fresh vegetables? How about that? What are you doing in your community to give back to your community? No matter how many problems you have, you still have many reasons to be grateful to God. Reflect on your life and then identify at least five people who have been blessing to you. Send them a note, a text, an email, a post on social media of your appreciation. You will be surprised by the power of gratitude. Just say thanks. Allow this week's lesson to be a lasting reminder to you to open your hands and heart to receive those who are rejected by society. No matter who you are, Jesus reminds us that they are still candidates for God's grace and mercy and still worthy of your compassion. Now next week's lesson, Sunday, July 11, 2021, is a gift to strengthen you, a gift to strengthen you. Devotional reading gonna come from Psalms 71, 1 through 6, and 17 through 24. The background scripture is gonna be from Romans 1, and the printed text is gonna be Romans 1, verses 8 through 17. On behalf of all of us here at Antioch, Reverend Oliver, the church family, and all, we thank you. We thank you. 
Lord, help us to be humble our hearts so that our hearts may be filled with the gratitude. Thank you, Jesus. You are so richly deserving from us. Thank you for the many ways you have blessed and healed and restored us. You restore us. You wake us every morning. You give us one step at a time. You give us one breath at a time. You surround us with loved ones. You give us shelter. Help us to be instruments of your grace and love for others in their times of suffering. In the name of Jesus we pray. Amen. And don't forget about your home daily Bible reading, Monday, July the 5th, Apollos and Paul Builders. You can find that in 1 Corinthians, the third chapter, verses 1 through 11. Then on Tuesday, July the 6th, entrusted to take the gospel to Gentiles. you find that in Galatians, the second chapter, verses 1 through 10. Wednesday, July the 7th, grace and peace to all. You'll find that in Romans, the first chapter, verses 1 through 7. Thursday, July the 8th, God's righteous wrath. Romans, the first chapter, verses 18 through 23. Then on Friday, July the 9th, God's actions are fair and just. You can find that also in Romans, the first chapter, verses 24 through 32. Then on Saturday, July the 10th, God's righteous actions for saints and sinners. Second Peter, the second chapter, verses 4 through 9. And Sunday, the Sunday school lesson, July the 11th, the gospel changes Jews and Gentiles. Romans, the first chapter, verses 8 through 17. We hope you enjoyed the lesson. Um, we hope our repeats and mistakes were ways for you to grasp, continue to focus on the lesson. On behalf of all of us here at Antioch Baptist Church, we thank you and God bless you. And we'll see you next time, God willing, on the Sunday School Lesson from Antioch Baptist Church in Tunnel Springs, Alabama. It is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.